summertime here in Pete County. Oh, my High school and elementary school kids are still in school. Well, I Just don't really so care. I, college students, out. Me? On some low-key vacation? <laughs> on vacation? Vac- on vacation? On a little vacay? Make uh, your vocation your vacation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, You'll it, never work a day in your life, <laughs> they say. Yeah, so uh, welcome uh, welcome to summer, all you listeners out there, to this uh, amazing, uh, brilliant priest, uh, pastor of pain podcast here in Stillwater, uh, God's Country, USA. Yay! Welcome, everybody. Wow. It's I, good to have you. So, Father O'Brien... Uh-huh. Uh, we've talked about Hello. the uh, the moves of priests coming up. We did. Their priests are moving. Yes. Neither of us. Neither of us. The sort of shaking that's We're going good to on. go, but our our seminarians will soon arrive. Kyle what, Dowd. When are they arriving? March 25th. M- March? March 25th. May 25th. Oh, who? May. May 25th. Both of them? Kyle Dowd, who will be uh, here in Stillwater with us for the entire year. Yeah, Rain Kane, Kyle Dowd. Uh, and then alum? Marcus Lyons will be with us for two months, for when June did, and July. When does he get here in June? He gets here May 25th. Oh, they're both here May yeah. 25th. Okay, yeah. I'll let I'll let those five other priests know that they can't come and spend the night. And plus, we have a Father Mauricio Carrasco coming the 29th through the 31st. For of what? Of May. Oh. For the... For my Spanish parish mission. Okay. You got to check the kitchen calendar. I know. It will save you. Wow. That's a, that's a full house. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hot diggity Good dog. times at the St. Joseph Priest Residence. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll tell Daniel Albrecht he's evicted then. All seminarians. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he can hang out with us, but he—he's <laughs> got no he, room at the inn. There, you can't you can't stay there. This is the, well, when we built this house. This was the the plan is to have lots I of seminaries. I didn't know it would happen this quickly. Uh, I know. Yikes! Yes. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff happening in Payne County. A lot of stuff happening in our priest world. Uh, I would also say a lot of stuff is happening in our culture. In the yes, and in the, the political uh, world. And we, the, we live in the heartbeat of America. The spiritual world. Uh, yeah, the heartbeat. We live in the heartbeat of America, where where everything's beautiful and normal. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it depends who you ask. Oh yeah, I agree. I Is agree. Oklahoma normal? Well, well, we st- we have that heartbeat law now, isn't that? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Is that that's not normal? Ah, uh, no, that's that's, that's above rare. normal, extraordinarily yeah. Yeah. normal. It, maybe that's uh maybe that's where we should uh, dive into this uh, podcast. All right, because we uh, I already mentioned the heartbeat of America, not Chevrolet, um, but the heartbeat of America, which is human life. Yeah, human life. <laughs> So, it, yeah, if you follow the news, uh, I don't know when it was now. I lose track of time. Uh, but last week, two weeks ago. Three? Three? Really unprecedented. You know, I'm kind of a, I try to be kind of a student of politics. Uh, you know, there's not as obviously as much time as there used to be mm-hmm. for that. But I try to stay up on, on current events. And I have never heard of like a Supreme Court decision like getting leaked well, it's not a decision yet. It hasn't well, been. no, but like what has occurred here uh-huh. in the last couple weeks, um, and and by all account, people who follow things much closer than I, you know, have s- said the same thing. Like it's really unprecedented, and I think it goes to. I mean, this is a separate topic, but like the you know just general respect for leadership and and institutions mm-hmm. is like. Down. I don't know if it's the lowest it's ever been. 
you know, in, in American politics, like the Vietnam War was one of those where like people felt they got lied to, right? You know, uh, Watergate, oh yeah, any kind of any kind of political scandal, uh, and then you know, then it's even happened in the church. You know, much of our own of our own doing. Uh-huh. Um, you know that people don't, or or you know, either trust less or don't trust. The Pope or the, the bishops hierarchy. or priests or, yeah. you know, just leadership in general. I agree. I mean, yeah. And so it's, you know, so much of it, I mean, it's in, in politics, you know, that the, the idea that like, oh, yeah, no, the president, he'll handle it no matter who the president is, you know, or, oh, no, I, there, I know there's this really serious problem, but our, you know who's going to solve it? Our elected Ghost, officials. Oh, so you're going to say Ghostbusters. And you're just like, <laughs> now, I think nowadays, the people who would say, I don't need to worry about that because I have complete and total trust in the elected officials that we have put into office <laughs> at local, state, and national government. Says very few people. You know who's going to fix that? The United Nations. <laughs> They're just going to get right in there and there's going to be peace on the in the world. Well, no. I mean, people generally have a distrust. I think COVID messed it up, even made it even, you know, kind of exacerbated it. Yeah. You know, people kind of feeling like, well, no one's telling us the truth or what are we supposed to do? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? Uh, so it's a, it's a serious thing. And I, and I think this is like one more step of like, even the Supreme court, which kind of had a little bit of an air of majesty and not, you know, not kind of not affected by politics, lifetime appointments. And now, you know, now stuff gets leaked and, you know, and that's just like every other corrupt, you know, institution. That's what some people would say. So it's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up. So then what has, of course, has happened in the last couple of weeks is just a a debate, some healthy, mostly not, you know, just on, on the topics of when, you know, when does life begin? What are appropriate laws that mm-hmm. govern, uh, you know, some would say like women's reproductive health. Others would say, you know, the, uh, the unborn. Uh, you know, you kind of various euphemisms that people yeah, use: sure. pro-life, pro-choice, anti-choice, <laughs> pro-death. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, and it gets more extreme as you go out. But it's it's the real deal. Um, it's come a little bit to the doorstep of of uh, of of the church, and I think kind of in a this sounds weird, but like in a good way. I mean, a lot of people associate. The pro-life position of you know defending and and wanting legal protection for an unborn child, a lot of people associate that with the Catholic Church. Yay, victory! And so for that, we can we say, yeah, good and, message and, they, and they should. Now, uh, you know, there's kind of politicians that give a mixed signal on that, or you know, kind of go totally the other way. That's a whole deal that is very messy. We don't have time um, for <laughs> <laughs> or another sh- another show for another day. Um. But anyway, so now there are, you know, there's there's a little, there's kind of a threat of some violence. There's been some vandalism in and around Catholic churches, masses, mostly in big cities and cathedrals and, you know, where where mass has been disrupted and by, you know, kind of pro-choice, whatever they may be, um, activists. So it's, I'm going to say this in my homily uh, this weekend, and, you know, and that is, like it's come, it's coming to our door. There's, there's not, it's, it's time to take a, I guess the time for neutrality is, is over. Is, is it expired? Is over. Um, because I mean, really, what, what do we believe? We believe that 
and, I, and science backs it up, you know, that life begins at conception. Mm-hmm. And if that's true, then that's a, in the womb is a unrepeatable, unique human being that we would say deserves the protection of law. The hard part is that in our country, that has not been the case for 50 plus 49 years. Yeah. And so the law is a teacher. The law is a teacher. I heard on the uh, the Pillar. Do you listen to the Pillar podcast? I don't. What? I, li- I like the Pillar podcast and I listen to their like They their do a great job. First he, six episodes. He said this, society will get used to almost anything if it's the law. Society will get used to almost anything if it's the law. Okay. And I think that's true. I mean, I think we have a rationale of like, well, oh, well, it's legal. I mean, look at, I mean, you know, a less, a less serious example, but like pot. When, you know, when we were in high school, the Say idea- Say no to drugs. This the is idea your brain that on drugs. like there would be a marijuana shop, like in public, I mean, you could get it, you know, if you knew yeah. the right people around school. But the idea that in Stillwater there'd be whatever there are, you know, yeah. because it's now legalized. And so now it comes. And it, what was his quote? Uh, the quote was, um, uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh-huh. The quote uh-huh. was, society will get used to almost anything if it's the law. And I think that's true. You know, and so, so my, I mean, our generation, you and I were born after Roe versus Wade. Right. Um, but is that the case that, that we, we got used to it because it's the law? We totally get used to well, it. Well, no, I mean, because there's still, I, I think that's one of the, uh, uh, when I was reading sort of the briefs on this that were leaked, it it looks like the, the, the debate is this was supposed to be put into place as an agreement between two sides um, so to alleviate a problem that was in our culture. And because <laughs> the debate is still going on, that means that somehow this law is um, needs to be revisited. Well, because I mean, different states have, uh, you know, the te- Roe versus Wade was the was a Texas uh, law. Jane Roe, who later Norma McCorvey later became a Catholic and died a died a Catholic. Uh, she. And by the way, the baby, do you know the baby in Roe versus Wade was born? What? That Jane Roe, Norma McCorvey, the, the case. Anyway, yeah. the, baby, the baby was, was Who's uh, the baby? Who's born. the kid? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, side, side note. Interesting. Side note. Uh, the, the Texas case that led to Roe versus Wade. So states are passing laws all the time and they most of the time get knocked down as unconstitutional because... What Roe versus Wade put in place was basically a right to privacy. And constitutional scholars would say, there's no such thing as a right to privacy in the Constitution. And people would say, well, what about illegal search and seizure? Like, that's a right to privacy. But does that ex- how far does that extend? Does that extend to, you know, what some people would say, sort of the bo- bodily autonomy of the woman mm-hmm. who she, gets, she, she should be able to do whatever she wants with, with her own body? The other argument, of course, is then, well, there's when there's a baby inside of your body, then that's two bodies. Uh-huh. So anyway, it gets very heated. It gets very complicated. It's a good way to talk about it. Um, there's two bodies. There's two bodies. Yeah, totally. Oh, okay. 
Well, the, the so the this document being presented, um, being leaked, has caused a hot storm around the country. A hot mess. A hot mess. But we we all we also want, we yeah love them both. I think is what the That's Ireland a great, yes the Ireland law. It was an eight. And it says, love them both. And the O's were li- lined up. It was beautiful. Love them both. But also, it, uh, no, not but. And the understanding of the protection of human life. I mean, is it, is it I guess that is that question that's always thrown out there. Oh, you're just concerned about babies and no one else. Yeah, I've always found that to be very... Uh, Trite? Is that the word? Yeah, I just, Flippant? I mean, there, there's some merit to it that like so-called pro-life people and it usually sort of stems from like like republicans like you're all about like babies being born but then you know republicans typically vote against any kind of legislation that would enact uh like government programs to help a baby or um you know a, a single mom or a you know a poor family to now raise the child. Yeah, and the for, argument would be those are not the same. Oh, and they're not, no, and they're not the same. And they're not the same. But I would also say, I mean, in the in the the Catholic tradition, Catholic social teaching, we we are we're very much in favor. I mean, obviously we're against abortion, but we're also in favor of a pretty vigorous like social safety net. Yeah. And so you know that we're we've had we've talked about this before, you know that cat we're not Catholics are not Democrats and Catholics are not Republicans. No, there are, there are Catholics that identify as, you know, as both. But the Catholic Church is not, we're not. It doesn't pick know, a sort political of one, side. Right, right. We don't endorse candidates. We don't, you know, we endorse certain positions. And I think, you know, we've not really found, to my knowledge, you know, sort of the perfect Catholic candidate um, you know, there's a little group I follow on, on the Twitter. They're called, what is it? It's called Pro-Life, Whole Life. Oh. Is that what they're called? That's a, uh, and let me, uh, let me look it up. They're on Twitter? Everyone. You on, follow a lot of people Everyone's on Twitter. on Twitter. I'm, I don't think I have time for that. The Twitter's. I got time for that. The Twitter's is, uh, it's, yeah, there's a lot going on there. What is it called? Pro-Life, uh, where'd it go? Pro-Life what? I think it's called Pro-Life, Whole Life. Oh. Pro life, whole life, well, and they're not connected with the church anywhere, or are they connected with like is it just an independent organization? Five uh, maybe it's just C3? kind of a phrasing that people use. Yeah, huh? Anyway, but just that idea is that we ought to be. I mean, to say like, I just want babies to be born, and then and then I don't care. Like that would not be the Christian no the the Christian way. So, you know, I think the hard part is, I mean, let's say, you know, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but let's say, uh, you know, Roe versus Wade is, is overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in addition to, I think they're going to, there would be some, there's going to be some violence. There'll be protests, you know, some will be peaceful, others not. I think there could be some persecution coming at the church, uh, at, at Christians, at believers, at, you know, even, I mean, there are. I don't know if I've told I gave a talk or I heard a talk one time about the guy was talking about all the different kinds of people that are pro-life. And he said, there's a, there's a group called atheists for life. Huh? And their argument is this is the only life we get. Like we got to protect it. This is it. <laughs> that's their argument. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. Jump on board. You know, um, 
that th- that like abor- abortion is not going to go away. Um, if Roe versus Wade is overturned in June, some state abortion does not go away. I mean, the demand is there, and so I, you know, as as people who care about moms and babies, love you know, as you said, love them both. Um, we still have, I mean, the, the responsibility is still there. The legal, the legal sort of fight, the legal battle is, is one piece of it. Uh, and the Catholic church would say sort of loud and proud that it, it ought to be illegal. Yeah. Um, the, the law is a teacher when the law says don't steal. That's a message to everybody that stealing is bad. Um, if we suddenly, if there was suddenly, if it was suddenly okay to steal, um, I, yeah. I still don't think I would steal, <laughs> but I think a lot of, but some people would because yeah. they would say, well, there's no consequences for it. Let's do it. It's legal now. So it must be okay. So the law is a teacher. So we have the legal side, but then we have kind of the people, the people side that we have to be out in front helping people, the charitable works of the church and of the people uh-huh. of God. Um, they have to be there. So I would just, I would say this, you know, so if, 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 uh, if an OSU student uh, comes to you uh-huh. and says, father, you know, my, my girlfriend is pregnant. What are you going to, what are you going to do? I'm going to help them out. How, how so? What, what were, give give people some advice. Okay, you're, so, you're a, te- a teenage, so, teenage kids. So, it, and they it, come to it, you and, and, and this happened since I've been a priest where a student called me. And called me and said, "Hey, can I meet with you with my with my boyfriend? We need to chat about something very serious." And they you're were like, pregnant. "You're getting married." No, they they were they yeah. were pregnant. Yeah, and uh, so I, I sat down with them one uh, the first time, and I said, "Okay, so who knows?" And they said, "Us two and you." Oh, and I and I looked at them both, and I said, "Just because you're pregnant doesn't mean mean you need to get married right now, no matter what your family." That's a says. misnomer to, about. Yeah. yeah. So first, first right off the bat, shotgun wedding. Uh, first right off the bat, I, um, you know, I just thank them for being kind, like bringing this information to me, and let's be kind to each other with this. Like, uh, we're going to run through some ideas of what to do, and and so w- that's what I did with uh, with one couple who um, is that two couples I've had that are pregnant. The the first one never got married. I think the second the second one did, and and when we talked about like okay. Uh, so when are you going to tell, talk to your parents? Oh, um, well, uh, they sort of danced around it. I was like, well, let's set up a time to speak with your parents. And if you want me there, I'll be there. Oh, did you go? So uh, on on one occasion, I talked to the girl right before she told her parents. And on the second occasion, um, uh, was I? You went? I, you went with Was them? I there? I don't know. No, no. I was not there. I, was, I, was, I, was, I don't think I was either there or both of them, but I talked to the parents ahead of time. And the parents ah, called me back and said, yeah. thank you for like making this uh, uh, easy on yeah. all of us. Yeah. And so it was a beautiful conversation. Uh, then, I, then I offered to, l- let's figure out what we're going to do with your medical stuff. I never bring up like, hey, this is an option for, let's, ha- let's talk about abortion. Never is that conversation ever no, brought no, up. No, 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 no. It's always... This is the path we're going to go. Let's go down this road. I'd bring it up if they, you know, if they were saying like, we have no idea what to do. I mean, I would say, okay, well, let's, let's take something off the table Oh, right now. That's insightful. Um, you know, that obviously abortion is legal. There are, you know, abortion clinics in Oklahoma. Let's not, let's take that off because we're going to help you. We're going to. Mm-hmm. 
we're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna walk with you. So I love you know here in Stillwater, uh, helping the people of Payne County is a wonderful organization called Birthright of Stillwater. Oh, it's up uh, by uh, kind of between OSU and the high school on North of McElroy. Yep, yep. beautiful, beautiful um, organization run by uh, kind of led by generally by mostly uh, by Catholics, and they do two things. You know, so it's the same kind of thing. It's not just like we're gonna get we're gonna help you through your pregnancy and then and then we're gonna ditch you. They do a ton with young, you know, young moms and yeah. young dads to help them, whether it's diapers or, for, you know, formula. There's a shortage of formula right now, if you didn't know that. Did Whoa. you know that? I did. I heard about that. Yeah. All over. People driving hours and like can't I didn't know can't that we it. used a lot of formula. Oh, a lot of people do. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's one local resource that we ought to really be supporting um, because they're, I mean, they are very much on the front lines. It, right here in our own community, you know, so I know there's, you know, Catholic Charities in Oklahoma City, uh, certainly Catholic Charities in in uh, Tulsa, mm-hmm. you know, that we know well. Um, there's a group in Tulsa called Go Life, Go oh, Life yeah. Medical. So they have this like, uh, I don't know, it's like a converted RV. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Right. And they drive around town and they like park in a Walmart parking lot and they give free ultrasounds and, uh, and then, you know, and then help. Okay, wow. Okay, you're, hey, you're pregnant. Let's uh, let you know. Let us help you. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, there's a legal there's a legal side to it. I mean, I would say very clearly, you know, like row row must go, as they say. Row right? must go. I, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's also not then going to take away the demand. You know, and then even like in Oklahoma, there's a lot of more so maybe kind of Oklahoma, Texas, Mississippi, probably kind of law wise are kind of the three strongest pro-life pro-life laws in that regard with regard to abortion um but people are still going to get pregnant like and 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 be in crisis and not know what to do and so it's going to get a lot harder uh but they still need help they need a lot of help and so there's the legal side and that's you know a realm of cer- of certain people but the charitable side mm-hmm. is never going to end jesus says the poor you will always have with you um, and he was right. He's, he's always right. <laughs> he's always. Um, so we still have a lot to do. So it's not, I mean, I think there can be perhaps a very, a very short uh, celebration and then, and then like back to work, you know, back to work, help being, being of help yeah. to people. So we, we had recently in our, uh, in the parish, we had a young couple, uh, they're from another country. They found out they were pregnant uh, and you know, don't know what to do. They don't really know how to navigate uh, the 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 American health care system, oh, much yeah. less the Stillwater healthcare mm-hmm. system. So, what was so cool is, you know, they they took a pregnancy test. They took several, you know, to just to make uh-huh. sure. Um, and then they called me to share the news. It was sort of oh. a two pronged phone call. Uh, hey, we're you know we're pregnant. Wow, amazing! Uh, and uh, oh crud, uh, we have no idea like what to do next. We know where you need to go see you know a doctor and uh-huh. and so what do we do? And so we hook them up with our uh, we have a parish nurse who's part you know part time. She's a nurse at Stillwater Medical Center and helps us out. Helped us out a ton during uh, COVID. Uh, to get through it all, but then helps kind of navigate the 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 world. Has helped us with the Afghan refugees. Brandy Bishop is oh, okay. our parish nurse. Yep. So she works. She's it's kind of twenty thirty hours a month. Well, that's not a lot. Doing different things, you know. Yeah, programs, but grief, she's got kids, grief counseling, and well, she has a full time job. 
She's helping out us on the side. Oh, God. But anyway, so we hooked them up, and <clears throat> off we go. And now they wow. have generally kind of off to a good start of what they need. So we're going to have to do a lot more of that. And it will be people that we know and people that we don't know. Uh, I think the other piece of it uh, is going to be uh, like adoption and, uh-huh. and foster care. I think we're going to have to take a much more uh, active role in that in that world. And so my bu- actually my bulletin uh, in, in our little paper bulletin that we put out each week. That's my there's I have a little paragraph of encouragement to the really? people. Yeah, to just to consider. It's something that ought to be considered. Well, I agree. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it, there aren't a lot of good, really good organizations out there that can help um, mothers and fathers of uh, and the baby when this family is in crisis pregnancy. Yep. I think there's there's lots of good material out there because there is the worry about who you're going to talk to, how you're going to pay for this kid, uh, what are you going to do for employment now? Um, because no, finances yeah. finances is a big piece of it. Yeah, and yep. with the yeah with the sort of um, breakup of the family in the United States being so big, I mean you could be on the other side of the country, and yeah, people are further away from their from their own families. Yeah. You know, they might be in a different country. Yeah, it's hard. And so that's that's where the the rubber meets the road, as they say. You know, like where it's going to be difficult. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. It's, you know, I think a lot of times charitably I've done this, you know, where like, yeah, I would, you know, you, you, you'd rather give, I'd give, let's give, I would give rather just give a hundred bucks to Catholic charities than have to spend, you know, spend a whole day yes. with a homeless person helping them to get a driver's license. Uh-huh. Like it's way harder. It's way harder. But this is where, you know, with Pope Francis's idea of, of like accompaniment, like this is where, this is, it's where saints are made mm. in, in the accompaniment, in the relationship, um, even when it's uncomfortable or even when it's, it's, you know, it's awkward or even when there are differences, uh, when it's hard. Yes. That's where, I mean, some of the great, I mean, gosh, I mean, Mother Teresa, you know, jumps out, uh, Damien and Molokai, my main, Ooh. my main man. Feast day was last week. Uh, May 10th, May 10th, uh-huh. feast of Damien and Molokai, pray for us. Uh, that's where saints are made. And so I think it's going to be incumbent on all of us to step up our game. Yeah, and, and there's lots of resources in the church who are volunteering, stepping up their game. I mean, there's some OBGYN docs in Tulsa that I remember calling, uh, had a kid, one even Catholic at TU, who called and was like, I'm pregnant. And yeah. so I was like, okay, I know an OBGYN doc that'll take yeah. a look at you for Let's free. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And students didn't want to apply it on their insurance because they don't want their parents to find out. And there's beautiful rich opportunities that take place i think it's uh, also important for parents you know to kind of think to yourself what if my teenager boy you know boy or girl came home and said hey you know mom i'm pregnant or mom my you know my girlfriend's pregnant what's your what's your response to that you know are you going to just go off i can't believe i you know and that i mean that's where a lot of people who end up who have abortions, there is there's a pressure from family and friends, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the boyfriend, from you know, to like we're, this can't mess up our lives, and so you got to go do this. Yes, but when there is a supportive family, a supportive church, uh-huh. you know, you can you can help. 
you yeah, can help. There was a beautiful conversation. I can't remember what the dad said when he told when I was talking to him, and he said, "Yeah, you know my my kid was my my um, the young man and the father, the father and my uh, yeah the father of the child." He goes, and my daughter, you know, she she told me she was pregnant, and it was beautiful because I taught them everything about human life. Oh, good. Like, I taught them about not using contraceptives. I yeah. taught them about the dignity of the other person. Uh, yes, were hormones fired up, and they, they had sex, and so now my grandchild is born? Yes. I, and it's also and beautiful. And it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, There's it, no, yeah, no mistakes. There's yeah. no... God doesn't make mistakes. As Pope Benedict said, God writes straight with crooked lines. <laughs> that we think, you know, my gosh, my life is going to be totally oh. off track. And and I think it's just, there's a, there's a trust that's required of those families and those young people. So anyway, we just want to be of, uh, of great encouragement. But I would just encourage you to pray, pray, mm-hmm. pray and fast. Um, and then be ready. Be ready to, to help. Be ready to help young moms. Be ready to step up and volunteer. Be ready to donate. Be ready in a whole Amen. bunch of different ways. Um, because even if even if Roe versus Wade is overturned, it's going to go back to each individual state. So now there's going to be 50, I mean, as there kind of is now, but it's going to get, it'll be bigger. There's going to be 50 states, you know, battling within their state legislatures and governors. And um, so it's really just beginning legally, uh, prayerfully, and charitably. Whoa. I like those three. Pro-life. Yeah. Woo. Uh. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Father Brian O'Brien uh, and Father Kara Wakulich here signing off from Pete FM today. Uh, keep us in your prayers and happy summer. Go pro-life. Peace. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please put that in. Ooh.